Use thy voice, Sarah. Fill the sky. Bring the little brat to die. <laughs> soon be spent and dawn approaches the black flame candle only brought them back for this one Halloween night and unless they can steal the lives of children when the Sun comes up they're dust yeah, how can we make the Sun come up we've got Danny we need a miracle We're live. We're live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy of North podcast. It's Nerdy Podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we are joined by the Sanderson sisters and Alexis. It is Alexis, is it? Or is oh. it Alexa? Or how would you prefer to be named? Or just the evil one? Alexis. The evil one. <laughs> <laughs> the evil child. But yes. Um, like I say, and by a little devil, uh, like I say, we'll, I'll not call it a rat because Donald punches, but um, a little devil. Little bear. has joined us. Yes. So Donna is making a triumphant return because she wanted to dress up like a witch, which she's done quite effortlessly. Easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> I said she's more like the sacrificial witch, <laughs> not the not the hocus pocus type. Like I will literally get your children, witch. <laughs> well, that is a good look, point. Good point. You look isn't? absolutely beautiful, little girls. Yes. So this week's episode, we are doing uh, a review on Hocus Pocus, and this is the official starting point. Um, I know we kind of cheated and did an early one on Friday, but this is the official starting point of spooky season. So mine and Sammy's favourite time of the year. Fuck Christmas. Sorry, Amanda. Uh (laughs) Sorry, Amanda. Sorry. We we are doing more Christmas episodes than we did last year, but yeah. Sorry, Amanda. (laughs) No. No. But yes, so we're going to start off by doing something a little bit fun, a little bit interesting, just simply because with Hocus Pocus 2 coming out this Friday, we thought we'll get on that bandwagon and try and get a little promotion as well. So, um, and I did fuck up with the design work, I've just realised, because on the right-hand side you can see, I thought, oh, that looked like a good picture of the Sanderson's, but it is actually a picture from Hocus Pocus 2, not one, so I do apologise. <laughs> so just to clarify, people, today's review... review is Hocus Pocus. 
Yes. And I'm so excited. But before we get into all that, people, I've just got to ask one question. How are you doing? Uh, oh, God. I can't get used to it. I know. You're going to have to get used to it. It's not, it's not going away anytime soon. So how are you doing? How's your week been? How you been? <laughs> well, I've not been too bad. Like I say, I've been a little unwell, but been catching up, watching a lot of uh, interesting shows. I wouldn't say good shows. Interesting is probably the best word. I've uh, been mm. watching the the Dharma. Um, it's not. A, I wouldn't call it a documentary, like the reenactment, which um, is not pleasant viewing. Uh, like I say, I would always recommend watching it just to give your own opinion. But I'm engrossed, but I'm not enjoying it, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. I had no idea it was Ryan Murphy. I should have clicked when it was Evan Peters doing it because that poor man has never had a like a pleasant role out of Ryan Murphy. Mm. I'm I'm watching it, but I got really bored in episode two. Like I was like Snowsville, <laughs> but I am I am waiting for the I'm waiting for the trial. But I'll stick with it because mm. you know. Yeah. But yeah, how did that be? Oh my god, I started Cobra Kai. All right, you finally got back. season five. Oh, it's so good. It's just it's just doesn't miss a beat. That show is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Team Johnny all the way. What about Donna and Alexis? What have you two been watching? What a talk was for yesterday. She's been watching She Hulk with us. Ah, all right. And how are you finding oh, yeah. the, the green one? I like it. It's fun. It's definitely the most comic book uh, TV show that Marvel's give us to date. Mm-hmm. I am like loving it. And not a lot has really happened, but it is absolutely loving the the style of it and her. And it the, the CGI like doesn't even I don't even phase by it. Like I, I'm not even looking at it. It's getting better. Like I say, I've noticed mm. a, a lot of improvements as the season gone on. Like the first episode was a bit ropey, but with everything it it seems to be finding the stride. Um but they just keep hanging us on, like say give us fucking Matt Murdoch now. That's all I'm getting pissed off about. Like, see, there's got no complaints about the show. I know it's going to be the season finale, which is going to be drivers even more nuts, but I just want to see Matt. <laughs> I want to see that yellow suit. Yes. And then say, bye-bye, yellow suit. Give me the red suit. <laughs> like, I just want to see it once. I was never really a big fan of the yellow-suited uh, devil, but I am uh, just, I'm so pleased Disney went down that choice. That's what I've watched. It's Cobra Kai, Dharma, Bake Off. Because I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, I watched the MasterChef final. That was interesting. The, the winner. Oh, did, who know, won? Lisa Snowden. Oh, yeah, right, right. Because I thought Mel out of all since had it all the way. But there's, like, see, showing me the sad side of it now. But I, also, as well, I went, I did do a bit of shopping. So, like, see, quite a good thing. Oh. Like, see, Darth Vader with it. Says Obi Wan, which was quite confusing, but it's the Darth Vader out the door. Out of Obi Wan. So I just open no. it. Just like see, he wants to come out the box, Sam. That's all he wants to do. See, like see. Oh look at Jake. He's not wearing Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> but like see, been <laughs> yes, and also as well, um, like see, just to say that um, Sammy's not trying to lose a catchphrase. She's not wearing pants tonight again, guys. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Not losing that bad boy. I am definitely not wearing trousers today. I'm barely wearing this dress at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm hot. <laughs> um, I shall get the disclaimer out of the way with them. We'll start getting into Le Hocus Pocus. So 
Everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to come and discuss anything from tonight's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Great. I'll tell you what, it's an awesome fucking toy. <laughs> 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 are you going to display him with the saber, though? That's the... Yeah, the question. I think I've got a Luke with a saber as well, so they might have a fight. Or I might. You need. Like, you need Kenobi now. I might just get him to fight Jar Jar and actually kill the bastard for once. So. Well, <laughs> and this is the final episode of the podcast today. I just choking. Um, hello to everyone in the chat as well. Thank you so much for joining us, Martin. Please go and enjoy your holiday. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> well, even watch us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Watch the cute goth girls looking all nice, Martin. Just don't get your mop out in Florida. You'll get put away for anything like that. You are in Florida, remember, Martin. <laughs> they've got death, they've got the death penalty there. Just remember that. They don't like look kindly what you'll do to your socks there. Let's get into hocus pocus. <laughs> yes, a very magical time, shall we say. Um, can you remember actually first time you've seen that? I know probably it's Alexis, it was probably yesterday. So. Last night? <laughs> When you will know when the first time I watched it was. I don't know. We'll watch it every year. I actually don't remember the first time I watched it. I just well, know when did it come out? I watch it every year. Ninety uh, three. So I probably watched it first Halloween. Yeah, oh. you always watch it every year because I always put it on, and I don't remember when I first watched it. My dad doesn't like the movie, so it was probably as a teenager. That's the thing, though, because it it it's quite conflicting. I think for our age group. Everyone kind of has fond memories and, like, say, gravitates towards it. Um, so I'm just stand, trying to stand Darth Vader up. He's a bit drunk at the moment. But, yes. Um, <laughs> Go home, Darth. You're drunk. Good, Darth. You've had a, a bad time. But, yeah, um, I can't remember the first time I've actually seen it. I know it came out in uh, 1993, but I don't think... Did it get a cinema release or was it, like, straight I think it did, you know. It came out in the summer mm-hmm. because... Um, Disney didn't want they wanted the kids to see it during the holidays, that's what they were thinking of during the summer holidays, so it is an actual fact a summer film mm-hmm. and not a Halloween film, um, which you'll tend to find with a lot of horror as well mm-hmm. don't tend to bring them out around Halloween because, you know, people are doing other stuff, it was literally a, a summer film and um, I think it had a, a, a cinema release mm-hmm. but I can dare say I didn't go to the cinema to see it, I don't, my sister might be able to correct us on that one yeah. Actually, she won't because she was very young at the time. <laughs> I don't think I saw this one at the cinema. I think this was like a VHS uh, view mm. for me. I know I was interested because the the guy who played uh, Max, is it? Um, yeah. I don't know his name, but he was in a show I loved called Erie in Indiana. Yes. Um, and like I say, when like I say, that show got horrendously cancelled way before its time, uh. um, I think... The, this was like after that it kind of like say came out and i was like all right i'll give it a watch and like see the fact that it had bet midler on didn't really appeal to me it probably appealed to me mom more she was always a bet midler fan um Mm. and i didn't really know too much about it but it was quite a bit of a shock because i absolutely adore this movie and i'm like donna donna and alexis i watch at least once a year Uh, it is kind of like a tradition to watch all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, around Halloween and um, like say I was chuffed to bits when I got Disney Plus last year and, and say it was one of the first movies I, I watched on it as well 
Um, but it absolutely blew us away. Like say when I first watched it, I, I know there was a little bit of a discussion as well in the in the group when we were talking about like horror movies and and such, and this actually made it into the top sixteen of people's votes for like favorite horror movies. And there was, all right. And there was a bit of like an argument and people saying, well, that's not a horror movie. It's a comedy and stuff like that. But I think we talked about it last week is like, where do you define what fits in like the horror box? Because mm-hmm. if you th- think about like the premise of the movie, it's got witches. So tick that. It's got mm-hmm. kids being eaten, the souls being eaten. And they're, talk- and they're, they're literally uh, killing kids. Yeah, and they're talking about eating kids as well. And like say, and eating humans. All the way throughout, there's quite a lot, a lot of cannibalism talking it. Again, ticking the box. Yeah. Uh, there's a possessed cat. There's a zombie. Um, there's a book that raises the dead and possesses people. So to me, yes, it does tick every single box when it comes to pretty much like horror elements. It's just done for a different target audience. It, it's a gateway mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. into horror mm-hmm. for children. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's no different than Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. It is a kind of a gateway, like fluffy type of. You like you you think you like horror? Well, just just you have this first, mm-hmm. and then you can move on to massacre shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely a horror film. I was watching it today, and I was thinking, they 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 want to eat children. Like, how did Disney get away with this? <laughs> to be fair, Disney was a little bit dark at times, and especially like say with different elements. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> I, I'm surprised how long it's taken to make the sequel as well. Yeah. That, how many years? Well, like I said, 1993, this was released. So now it... it it's, oh, I didn't come here to do math. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Just about ni- 19 years. 19 years, 29. is it? Hang on, hang on. 20, 29. 29 years. <laughs> 29 years. I had to get a calculator for that. <laughs> <laughs> and can, it, can, it, can, it, can everyone just please get fucked now, please? <laughs> it's nearly thirty years since. Can it be thirty like, years? Can well, no, it's twenty nine, but it would be thirty years next year. Oh. That'll be its anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, we are old. <laughs> <laughs> you see this like the realization, like in mine and Sammy's face, like oh fuck, Donna wouldn't. Donna, this Donna, you'd been barely old enough to. I was like, going to say, Donna. How- I'll have been two. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 just dropped in rage. <laughs> the anger that, that did come out. But yeah, um, oh, I, I <laughs> that's put put this in perspective a lot more. And like I say, now we see the like I say the three witches when they're brought back. And like I say, I know, as I said, it's been almost fucking 30 years. Um mm-hmm. They do look amazing as well. Like they, either they've done really good makeup and and kept them preserved well, so they don't look too. <laughs> what like Disney in the freezer? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> with with the head there in the box. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole different conversation we can go down there. Yes. It's like a dark route to Disney. Um, I think these ladies are also as well untouched by Hollywood needles. I think these ladies are incredibly. Um, natural to their age too mm-hmm. i could be wrong i could I'm be not, very wrong I was say, sarah, but... probably sarah jessica parker would probably let that aspect down i would think sarah jessica parker <laughs> shows her age in her hands my friend in her hands in her neck she is definitely untouched 
I think the style right. of the makeup and costume makes it easy mm. to hide the 30 year gap in the movie. So, well, 29 years. Definitely. Got 30 in my head now. <laughs> less than 29, though, because I filmed it. Like, well, yeah, that's a good point. It'll be less than it that. It will be, yeah. will be just because of the filming time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And filmed in the most beautiful place in the goddamn world, Salem, Massachusetts. Um, who I know one of our members has been to, and I hate her so much for it. <laughs> It is one of the places I do want to visit, um, mm. just to experience like everything that goes on. Apparently, around Halloween time, it is absolutely unbelievable as well. Paul, so. it's not even it's not even Joe Halloween. It's twenty four seven, three hundred and sixty five days a year. As these people celebrate one of the most heinous acts known to man with the Salem witch trial, but they still they then they're very apologetic about it, but they, at the same time. Let's get short. And like some places will just literally hide things under the rug. Mm-hmm. It looks, I have watched vlog upon vlog upon vlog, and it is just looks so beautiful. Oh, there's bear with the pumpkin head. <laughs> but see, Donna brought up a, like, quite an interesting little aspect as well. I loved the costumes in this movie as well. Like the outfits, like um, I know, like say in the Bond Day thing, Max's tie dyed uh, t shirt was a little bit oh. out there, but everything like like the fashion of the witches, what they were wearing. Um, Alison's dress when you first see her come down this, the flight of stairs is uh, where they're showing off a, a, a was it bazingas or bazongas? Uh, <laughs> no, um, oh my god, what does she call them? I thought she said tartars, but she doesn't. It's no, the... wabos, wabos, that's it, wabos. Max likes you, Wabos. <laughs> the most uh, Thora Birch's outfit is absolutely adorable as well. <laughs> um, it's incredibly cute with the, the little witchy waistcoat that she has on. Absolutely amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. Actually, Billy Butcherson. Billy Butcherson. He looks. Mm-hmm. Billy. Uh, no, no, just how excited you got there with it as well like Billy well Bates he's is pretty cool he is pretty cool i learned name? a lot about i've been practicing and i still don't know properly it's doug jones that's the one because we'll call him not doug, doug bradley yeah because last time we talked about the hell hellraiser the hellboy one you would say he was a Basically, the Hellraiser guy. <laughs> yeah, I kept getting the two mixed. I didn't even get the two mixed up. I just, like, I was absolutely adamant mm. that he was Doug Bradley. <laughs> He's not at all. Um, yeah, so the this is how amazing this man is. You know, the moth scene mm-hmm. where they, where he cuts his mouth open and all their moths come out. Genuine moths. Oh. He sat with a pocket of moths in his mouth. And when he's pulling the thing open, he's actually unzipping the moths and they just come out. So that could have been like a proper RuPaul's Drag Race moment. <laughs> and all the moths were still alive as opposed to the butterflies that died. died yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Um, so, yeah, at the start, we'll, like, we'll kick it off at the start. Um, right. Just because I think the more memorable stuff that do come through and... The aspects that you like, say that always resonates well with me. Like, say, I love the beginning of this movie, how it's shot, how it looks. Like, say, when it's set in like the oldy old days, and there's some genuine menace to it as well because it's it took some balls. Like as we mentioned before, with Disney to kick it off the way they did. Like, like with that 
hypnotizing song like I, I know we discussed before was it sarah jessica parker singing it or like say we we, we don't know that if anyone in the I chat if, yeah if anyone knows because i could not find anywhere to mm -hmm. see if that is her actually singing because mm -hmm. i was convinced it wasn't but then when we were listening to it properly today mm -hmm. i mean and it was going but you can hear mm -hmm. her over the top of it yes so i did i did have them type of aspects but um and that and like I say we do get introduced to the true hero of the story as well zachary binks um, oh, zachary binks i love the way they said zachary <laughs> <laughs> and his and his sister i can't remember his sister's name now elizabeth elizabeth what emily. 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 <laughs> yeah. sam's just making up names now it's like i just i'm just thinking with the zachary that is the best thing so basically uh, sam's like doing a whole Derek akora now saying is it mary mary loves dick mary. yeah at least someone watched the film and was paying attention <laughs> well, yeah um and that whole element like the creepiness and you thought exactly who was going to get in get there in time but it was a bold move to kill off his sister the way they did as well because it like as you said this is a kids tv show, well not tv kids movie we're watching and yeah and in the first five minutes or not even five minutes mm -hmm. little girl dies <laughs> so that's my gosh that, that's quite a haunting type of like uh aspect to it as well so it kind of like blows you in it, it sets you like a little bit on edge you think again i know we talk about the horror element and, and things like that we don't know where this film's going to go from this point. Yeah. And thanks to Charlotte now, who's correct, is it's not Zachary, and this is the reason why they're seeing it for. It's Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought they couldn't pronounce the Zs. <laughs> Jesus, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, within, like, the first few minutes, you've already got a kid dead. Mm -hmm. And another one, I love, like, the whole pitchforky thing, like, you know, mm -hmm. all the crowd coming out and pinning them like <laughs> pinning them down and the absolute like no giving a shit from bed middler when she just looks and goes yes <laughs> and, and like i say one of the famous lines in as well book and like i say <laughs> and how horrifying was that book as well i know i've got a little image of it as well so it'll pop up for anyone that's watching on the little uh like right inside next to us so um just to give you a look of it as well and the animatronics is in that as well with the eye moving and blinking and everything was done so well and as i said it was bound out of human flesh and human skin mm -hmm. and um like I say all the different elements that was like came together to build it again it, it, it was creepy as fuck when it thinking about like i say a type of a like as a horror um i don't know like I say i don't know what do you think did it scare you a little bit as a kid there um, I don't really remember being scared by it and all, but <laughs> I did um, remember like being surprised by um, the girl getting killed off right at the beginning because I did seem like it was going to come in and save her. But I don't really remember being scared by the book. Wait, what about you? I can't remember. Well, do, do you find it creepy now, though? No, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, okay, so if you, you're weighing up scary books, Necronomicon mm -hmm. or Winifred Sanderson's book. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> The Necronomicon doesn't move though. That's the thing. Well, it does. And you, it only only things it. happen. Only thing happens when you read out of it. But you have to read so you've right got to words. physically read out of it. Whereas with Winifred's book, you literally just have to open it. Mm -hmm. And it calls to her. And like I say, it's almost like a pet. It's like the book from uh, Harry Potter as well. The the monsters book that like, mm -hmm. bites everything as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I say, we've got a lot of like say scary books uh, kicking out kicking off. <laughs> 
kicking about there in fantasy world. But yes, and I always thought with Bette Midler as well that this was going to be like a, a proper musical type thing. I know yeah, it does have musical numbers in, but it's not like one where they're singing and dancing all the way through. It's It's got its place and it works well when it actually... Uh, does it like say well as well? I think it it kind of it's like a punchline to to the gag, rather than mm. the whole thing. And I hope that does continue with the sequel as well, because they've, yeah. they've talked about there is some musical numbers in there, um. But hopefully it won't be like say too far or too much, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely! I like the fact that the the she sings she sings when she talks. Mm-hmm. Like the way that she talks to people, she always she almost has like a singing element in there. But I love the fact that there's just one number, mm-hmm. and it's her number. Yes, um, I do love that. But I would never have been mad if they brought more music into it. If they could have, I wouldn't have been mad. So as well, just to go through like the sisters as well, because I as I said, we'll get oh. Winifred, Sarah, and Mary. We did get Mary's like, the forgotten one. Forgotten one. So which one of the sisters do you relate to the most? As a kid, I wanted to be Sarah so badly. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker looks beautiful. That long blonde hair there, massive boobs. But as an adult, I'm probably more Mary. <laughs> I think Mary's always been my favourite because I just like a comedy in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favourite Sarah. <laughs> Who are Winnie? <laughs> Who are Winnie? But to be fair, though, the makeup was amazing. And, and to be fair... Um, I bet Midland must have had a sense of humor, like with it as well, because them teeth and like say that must that must have been so uncomfortable for her to watch. Because I know like she spent a career being having the pistol go over because of like ex- extended features and stuff, shall we say? Um, but then to go out there and and push like say wear something as not grotesque, but to kind of like make her look almost like a like a ferret at times, like I say. Uh, it must have, like, mm-hmm. say, like, like she must have had, like, say, a, a good sense of humor to be able to do that as well. Yeah, it really accents her face as well. Mm-hmm. The way that her teeth are to wear how her lipstick is. If you notice, her lipstick doesn't cover the full of her lips, mm-hmm. so it makes her face look that pointed, mm-hmm. you know, that pointed witch, witchy kind of look. And the teeth just help extenuate, extenuate that mm-hmm. pointiness down. I love the aesthetic of, of Winifred as a. Mm-hmm. Is your typical looking witch because she is the main one. The hair is on, like everything is on point, like quite literally. A hair points either side, a <laughs> face does, a teeth do. It aesthetically, it looks brilliant. Mm-hmm. I've always noticed the similarities to like Queen of Hearts. I feel like the design quite similar. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much yeah. so with the hair and like say the lipstick as well. So might have been like I say uh, an Alice in Wonderland element in there too, but. Um, <clears throat> as you said, all of them did look beautiful. I, actually, I, I'll be honest, I didn't identify with any of the witches. Um, I, I just you just wanted to be Max, didn't you? You wanted to be how <laughs> Hollywood. Not really, because like when we first introduced to Max, he is a bit of a douche. Oh my god, you wanted to be Ice. No. That's it. <laughs> we'll get on to Jane Ice in a bit, though. Um, but yeah, because like say when you probably uh, Thackeray, we'll say it right, shall we? Thackeray B. Thackeray. Um. <laughs> Like, see, well, I always wanted a talking cat, and when we find out the talking cat, but when we first introduced like into Max, and uh, when he's getting his first year at school, he's busy uh, feeling sorry for himself, but he's got a bit of an ego to his own Max as well, because oh, he, yeah. he's he's busy 
chewing out people about Halloween in fucking Salem, not expecting a reaction. <laughs> he's he's almost treating them like the couldn't because you've got to remember he's from Los Angeles and Salem and Los Angeles are like night and day apart from each other and especially cultural. He's treating them like the bloody country bumpkins. Like the you know, the, these people don't have Wi-Fi, like they probably didn't then, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's a bit of an arsehole. Mm. And I love the way that I love how even the teacher rolls her eyes at him. <laughs> but I've seen that teacher in other stuff before. I don't know, like, say, I recognise from stuff that's done. I don't know if it was movies, but TV shows as well. Like, I, I don't know anyone else recognise or know her from anything. I will tell you exactly who she is. Oh, she is Kathleen Freeman. She's from the Blues Brothers. Right, that's where it is. She's the one that she's the fucking nun, is she? She's the penguin. She is the fucking penguin. Yep, she's <laughs> the penguin. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did not know that until right then. I have I am if anyone can see my face glowing, um, it's because I've got IMDB up. My God, this woman's got a bloody Wikipedia page. Um, yeah, she is she is the she is the penguin. Great. But I love the eye roll she gives him. I love how the whole class like jump to the defensive. No, 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 leave <laughs> Halloween alone. But to be fair though, I, I would love to live in America to experience like what they would do for Halloween, like the lead up and stuff. Oh. We just get like a short like we've only started embracing it over the last I would say three or four years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um like as me, Donna and Sam know we go hunting for Halloween stuff uh, in July and August time. That's where the yeah. stuff seems to come out in TK Max. So we've got Code Orange over here. So Code Orange seems to be getting it's it seems to be a thing now and it's every July mm-hmm. where the shops start to fill up mm-hmm. and then by October there's nout. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> as they did get their gear in today as well. Um I'm a bit disappointed it's very plasticky, but again, sorry to shit on Asda guys. <laughs> well I was very disappointed that I went to my Asda and there was bottle there. I was like my God. Um I'd kill beddings though, at least. Yes. Which I didn't get any of because I keep selling out. <laughs> Buy them off the website. That's why I order them in. Yeah. Just oh. order them straight from the website and go and pick them up. Protest. Makes it easier. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> I see inflation hit TK Max, so there was a lot of things on there that was quite expensive that wouldn't have been last year. I was yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. My yeah. house is spooky enough. I've got more than enough things to keep me going. <laughs> But um, like I say, when it comes to like the, the interaction with Max and Alison to start with as well, because you knew that like that, that that was going to be the love interest. But I love the way how she plays him as well, because he comes off as like like I say this egotistical like big like the big I am. Like fair enough. Um, like first he had school, but like to me it was he'd done a big move that I wouldn't even have the balls to do today never mind back then at like say in a new school or anything like that when he tries to say oh if you get scared here's my number and stuff like that um and then he goes out and like he kind of like apologizes to her outside of the school as well and um she kind of plays him at his own game by giving him his own number back um which i thought was very a very nice touch and well done and just showed you like a little bit of the connection like say that that there was something kind of there to start with so that was always a, like a little bit of an interesting uh, tease, but then we get the comedy element as he's trying to cycle back home as well, and as we've mentioned, we've we mentioned the dynamic duo Jay and what was his proper name? Um, because he he said Ernie. he was Ernie. That was it. Ernie. This is <laughs> my name's Jay and this is Ernie, and they go it's Ace. 
Like, how <laughs> much of a douchebag would you be to call yourself ice? Like, why? Like, the ice, like, even vanilla ice, like, wanted to get rid of the ice part and it was more all about the vanilla. Did you know? Um, do you know the guy who played ice has been in Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. and Walk the Line? I've just, I can picture him now on Walk the Line. That's yeah. crazy. Um, I love them too. They've just started doing the con circuit as well as their characters in Hocus Pocus. I think it's brilliant. I wonder if they're going to be back for the Hocus Pocus too. <laughs> oh my God. Just imagine if they're still living that lifestyle 30 years later. They're still living like the in the park, stealing candy from kids. <laughs> oh, to be fair, if they're still in the cages. <laughs> oh my god yes because <laughs> they never get out of the cages but that would be the like say that's the story we need what happened to G, uh to to thingy and ice i can't remember his name now i just said it um but ernie er, no no ernie was the, the proper name but it was like was it jay was it jay and ice yeah because i keep yeah. I keep meaning to say jay and silent bob but it was obviously a rip off <laughs> there that's why that's where kevin smith got the idea from jay and silent bob from <laughs> I'm just making that shit up. It's not true. Uh, it guys. wasn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was wondering where you were going. I was like, it wasn't. No. But if, the way the the way that um they are described on Wikipedia is J teenage bully in twentieth century Salem. <laughs> <laughs> Does it need to have the twentieth century Salem in there? Are we just making sure it's like modern time and not the oldie time? <laughs> But it did give us flashbacks as well, because like say, the bullies around our school and stuff used to try and steal your trainers. So there was actually people that did go around trying to steal your trainers when we used to grow up as well. So you always have to be faster in them, or at least give them a, a, a dig a little bit harder than they give you. <laughs> so um, I, I can still remember people stealing people's trainers back in the day, though. That's the ridiculous thing. I always remember a lot of... Um, I don't know, a lot of um, shoes tied up and thrown over throwing over cable lines oh, no, no. i do come from shiny though so let's remember that i still I say do... that sometimes now though yeah. when i'm driving around you still see it now we should, yeah we trainers should, we should bring it back we should get all power pairs of old trainers and and say go old school and see if i'm getting them around any power lines to save this is the, old memories yeah this is the staple of the northeast take your trainers and chuck them out of a power line i do remember someone trying to steal my trainers back in the day mm-hmm. and it was my brand new blue pair of sketches i got from florida and i was like absolutely not no, <laughs> no <laughs> chance i would rather take a beating than you take my shoes i didn't i'm hard as anything i'm only joking <laughs> <laughs> emma joins the chat and say bullshit <laughs> hi emma i know she's there <laughs> oh yeah so then it uh, goes home and we'll meet, like, say, the parents for Max uh, and, and Danny, but we haven't met Danny quite yet. But um, I'm sure the dad's out of, uh, is it Fright Night? or? No, it's not. So um, this is my morbid bit. He's dead. Right. Um, <laughs> he, we watched a thingy on him yesterday. He is called Charles. He's, his stage name was Charles Rocket. Mm-hmm. Um. He had like one of those, he had like such a great career where he did like so much 30 rock, like loads of telly, loads of films. And then something just happened. Like right. something went bad. And yeah, he's no longer with us anymore. Hocus Pocus was just part of his very long standing um, career. But he was mainly just like Dancers with Wolves, he did. Right. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like a main. Do you know what I mean? I think he looks like the guy from Fright Night. Possibly. He definitely looks like the guy. I totally get what you mean. It's the mm. it's 
the hair and the face, but yeah, it's not him. Yeah, but um, and the like I say, they're, they're quite nonchalant of them because if like my kid came in without wearing trainers, I wouldn't just be making an offhand comments in, or is it some kind of protest, or um, I would be kind of asking where the fuck your shoes are. Yeah, what's with <laughs> your trainers? You look, I'd be foaming. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much trainers cost? Especially Nike trainers, I don't pay for them shit anymore. No, neither do I. I only used to forget them when I was in Florida because they were cheap. <laughs> yes. And then, um, like I say, all teenage boys, he goes into his room and, um, like I say, this is where little sisters and shifts shouldn't be hiding in cupboards when teenage boys go into the rooms because you don't know what the fuck he could have been getting up to. Luckily, he was just running about on the bed and cuddling his pillow. Oh, Alison! <laughs> But yes. Um, oh uh, god! The minute Thora Birch came on screen, Anthony turned around and said, "Seen her tits." <laughs> Not at that age, though. Let's just point that Not out. At that Not, Not at that age. American Beauty age. <laughs> Let's just get this out there. <laughs> family friendly, guys. Yeah. Family friendly. <laughs> Is it? Um, yeah. So yeah, that was the first thing he said when she came on the screen, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" As he went, "It was American Beauty." <laughs> But yeah, um, Charles just pointed out as well, like whose room looked like that? And he had his own little skylight that led his own little stairs. He could go up as well. I was incredibly... Whoever lives there now, because yeah. that house is real. <laughs> but I was incredibly <laughs> envious as well when I saw his room, because I was like, what the fuck? I, yeah, I it's little, like... Oh, sorry. I had this tiny little room and he had this like, where you can have his drum kit. He had like walking cupboards. It's like, fuck America. Like, even if I you... Know. If you don't Clarissa's bedroom. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. Clarissa. And I had to share with my sister until I was mm-hmm. 14. Yes. That was awful. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really. But honestly, when you look at all these, like the, the burger phones mm-hmm. and, uh, and all the Mickey Mouse phone, I wanted a phone so badly in my bedroom. I wanted that American lifestyle and I never got it. But, but that bedroom was pretty special. But... I've never had a little sister, so I'll be honest. I had a little brother that didn't annoy us as much as probably Danny was. But I would have punched punched her in the face if she jumped out at us like that, though. I would have shit myself and just went whack. Um, it was, oh, it was, poor Danny. It was not cool. She was a little shit for doing what she did there as well. No, she was just being a little girl. I Honestly, she's the, she, for me, she's the truest star of this film. She doesn't miss a beat. She's absolutely hilarious. She's the strongest little thing going. Like nothing scares her. She was ready to take on one of the, like take on Winifred Sanderson, and it didn't scare. Like she screamed a lot, but mm-hmm. she wasn't that big of a Freddy cast. I absolutely love her, and I love the fact that she grasses them in straight away for not taking a trick or treating. She does have a lot of sass, like, but that's okay. great when she shouts at the parents is annoying. Like, yes. if it was me, I probably would have punched down the face too. See, <laughs> me and Donna controls child brutality. <laughs> so if Alexa starts wincing, she just I was going to say with Donna's child sitting right next to her. <laughs> Donna's child is nearly double the size of Donna. <laughs> height-wise, you see, height-wise, guys. <laughs> but, yeah. but yes, um. Because, like I say, this is where the, like I say, kind of the story starts slowing down a bit. And then we're waiting for something to happen. Because it's basically you find out about the characters and the relationships and, like, the connections as well. Because, like I say, they're trying to force the fact that Danny and Max are brother and sister. And, like, they've got all that 
like tension and stuff like that. And Max is a brooding teenage boy and who has to take his uh, little sister out, uh, trick or treating. And you see them like going about, and then, uh, like say Max's nemesis turn up, um, like say. But how much of a little? Di- I'm sorry, because I know, like say, at this part as well, they try and portray Danny as as canny, but she was a little shit. I would have been fuming with her the way she went on, like in front of like all the kids at school, um, the way she's. He's a little league. <laughs> He's a little leaguer. <laughs> To be fair, she went on like a, a like a complete dick towards him and stuff like that, and like the whole like petulant child. I know she was a band, but I would have left her there. I would have went right by. Make your own way home, you little cunt. But yeah. Oh <laughs> no, I do get what you mean because I am an older sibling, so I do get the annoyance of a younger sibling. But I, I would have I would have done exactly what Max did. I would have had a little bit of a huffy moment and then was like oh you know i'm really sorry like you do feel bad as an like <laughs> as an older like, especially as the oldest one you do feel bad when they when they're upset you don't want them to be upset i totally get it i would have been a bit huffy to start with but then i'd be like oh i'm so sorry but then they, they come up to allison's house where you don't know it's allison's house and they decide that they're going to go in this big house because it'll be have like the mother lord of candy because it's all about the candy uh, and that's one thing I did enjoy when I was in Florida, like doing Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. The amount of fucking sweets I got off that that was amazing. So, uh, America, use it. I'm very jealous. I wish I could go trick or treating now, but I think I'm a little bit old for it. Yeah, I think we might be frowned upon. I get so upset, you know. Every like, every year, I always wait for the kids to come to the door. Like I have my whole entranceway is like all Halloweeny set yuppie, and I get so excited like for the kids to come to the no one comes. I and think I get so upset. I take my kids around, so I'll still dress up. <laughs> <laughs> I went on last year, and there was like nobody there, though. Like, oh. like people are in my house. <laughs> so, what's the outfit I've, this year? I've always, got, I've always got, oh, <laughs> hi. Get Tucky on, we'll have the whole family on. That wasn't Tucky, that was Gareth. <laughs> I know, I'm saying get Tucky on, and then we'll have the whole family on. But why was Gareth wearing a hat? That's what I was wondering. This is the other part of Bear's costume he's put on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Is he still giving you? Is he still giving you tips how to play Fall Guys as well? Pretty much, yeah. Smacking your fits. Oh, bless you, man! You're a right picture. I love it. Little, little Halloweeny family. <laughs> <laughs> bless. But yes, because um, they're talking about in the chat, the, the interesting scene when Donna hydrates, she only hydrates with the souls of the innocent. So, the, the, well, they think you're drinking vodka, Donna. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also drinking it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you're drinking the souls too. <laughs> Apparently, Goodwill says if Paul rocks up at my house doing trick or treat, I'm putting him on the register. <laughs> Probably's already on it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> oh, we're going after this this time. This is the episode that's not going to get aired. <laughs> this is the spot. If that... I've dressed up like this for tonight, you better get fucking aired. <laughs> this is the, this is the one where we stop doing the 
Your guests. Uh, as of next week, we're guestless free. <laughs> I'm joking. And um, where are we at? Alison's house. Yes, and Alison rocks uh, down the stairs in that beautiful Victorian outfit. Oh. Uh, must have been having a masquerade ball. That like, looked like something out of uh, cupcakes uh, for your and your eyes only. But only posh Americans wouldn't understand that reference. Uh, <laughs> but, but yes. Um, and then she starts telling Danny and Max about the museum where Mother was the curator for, for the Sanderson mm-hmm. sisters, because, uh, like I say, Danny was getting all excited about them learning about her first day at school. So the Max trying to show off then, because uh, he wants to spend more time with Alison. Uh, like say, oh, now he's interested. Yep, so get bo- get boys interested in history, just get a, a, a hot lass, so think with a dick. So that's always the way. Um, and Pretty ba- much. Yes, and basically they go to the old building, and it's old Sanderson's house itself, isn't it, I believe? Yes, yes it is, and it actually is a thing that's there too. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can go and visit. I believe you can go and visit in Salem, but it can be boarded off sometimes, and it's definitely been boarded off over the last year and a bit, mm-hmm. given that they have been doing their film in there. Cool. And then we do find out about the history behind, like the thing, uh, like the Sanderson sisters, that the books there, like the black flame candle that needs to be lit by a virgin on Halloween night, or all, all Halloween. Uh, yep. And this is one of the most confusing times of my life because I asked my parents what the fuck a virgin was. And you know what they told me? Someone who lights a candle. Nope, someone who kisses a girl. So I guess me, as a, as a little teenage boy, was walking around telling my grandparents, telling any all my friends and that I wasn't a virgin. <laughs> I bet they regretted that one. <laughs> What kind of reactions did you get though? I can't really remember. Um, it was a similar reaction when I went ask me my mum like what a condom was, and she went go and ask your dad. <laughs> I went oh I've just have. He told us to go and ask you. Um, it was it was kind of like a passive aggressive type thing when it comes to that type of thing in my house. That just didn't want to talk about it. it pretended it never used to happen. So, um, uh, but yeah, I, I did get a few funny looks as a child. Um, so that had a lot of answer for with the, how I grew up a lot worse. <laughs> Uh, sorry, that has absolutely tickled my funny bone. Oh, and a virgin is someone who's kissed a girl. Oh, yes. is not kissed a girl. Yes. So <laughs> here's me being proud as punch saying I've kissed a girl, so I'm not a virgin. Uh, so yeah. I can't imagine what the conversation was like. Well, it's like, well, son, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually told us. I think I had to actually figure out when I went to school, like senior school. And I learned oh about God. the birds and bees and sex edge cast. And I was going, oh, shit, I've got that wrong. <laughs> Did you just sit there and let my parents lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Um, so has he lit the candle yet? <laughs> so he slits the candle. And then we get like to the, the whole lights go out. And the thing that confuses me the most now, because all the candles and the lights had bulbs. Well, it was a... It was a... It was a museum. Yep, they all had like electric bulbs. Though, then when mm-hmm. they explode, they get lit like the normal candles. Did the candles just miraculously change to like paraffin and wax? Sorry, just looking at the comments. <laughs> Never says you still used to see it at college. 
that was, that was that, that was always only when I got introduced to Emma. So I'll start that rumor now, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on. So the 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 light the candles were glass. Yeah. So if you watch the film, like when you watch the film today, uh huh, all the candles that like all the lights in the building are bulbs. Like even the chandeliers, they've got like fake chandeliers and bulbs on them, mm-hmm. and all of them explode. And mm-hmm. go out because it goes dark, and they all get relit, but with flames. So, oh right. So, is there electrical fire that we should be worried about, or as all the candles just suddenly magically turn into these wax ones out of like? Can you air? remember what I? Can you remember what I said on Ghostbusters? Yes, but it's movie magic. <laughs> Don't need to answer these questions. It's yeah, a he's just lit, he's just lit a candle and there's witches coming back and you question the candles changing. There's a, there's a talking there's witchcraft. There's a talking uh, yeah, there's a <laughs> <laughs> it's Movie magic, Paul. Movie. You don't need to ask these questions. There's yeah. a lot of other things to question in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Like curses and witches coming back. Um, and this is the first time we get introduced into as Binks as the cat as well because he doesn't quite talk to us yet. Um, it it. Because he tries to scratch Max, uh, jumps on his shoulder. Uh, he, he tries to choke him all like. <laughs> he t- Binks manages to take him to the ground. <laughs> Sorry, Pony. Only Paul can go into health and safety violations on a Disney movie. Bastards. But no, it's fine. <laughs> the chat has me tickled tonight. Um, yeah, he tries to, he chokes him out. <laughs> he probably, Binks is a hard cat. Like, okay, so I asked the question oh. about the books, mm-hmm. question about the cats. Binks. Or Salem. See, that's what I wanted to talk about. Like, say, I've got a love of, like, say, cats to start with, especially black ones. Salem yeah, Sa- Salem had always had the more attitude. So- Salem was more of a badass. Like, say, Salem yeah. Salem had more goals. He tried to take over the world. Salem had worked with the mafia. Yes. So I'm a Salem girl. Yes. What about you two girls? Probably Salem. I'll probably say Binks. Uh, Donna's just trying to be awkward now. No, no. <laughs> you get more from Salem though, because you know more about them. Because there's just there's only one movie about was that Korean, but well, yeah, I guess very true. And, and you get very more, true. You get more emotions with uh, Salem as well. How he uh, kind of like say when he cries, I cry with Salem. When he laughs and <laughs> uh, when he gets angry, and he's it, it's just an all round better cat, I think. It's the only reason I would watch Sabrina again mm-hmm. and again and again is because of that cat. He is absolutely hilarious to eat to the fact that my mom still quotes him today. Like that's how great he is. And I am a big softie for black cats, given that I do have a well, she's black and white, but she's still predominantly black. <laughs> I was always sad as well because I loved the the re and like the chilling adventures of Sabrina we got on Netflix as well. Um but the brought Salem in in a kind of way, but you know, it never got the Salem that from the old school, if that no, makes sense. He was he was just a familiar, but you still the it wasn't the same, was it? Like no. let's we call it what it is. It was it definitely wasn't the same, but the fact that you knew that nothing was going to happen to Salem, I think that was the best part. <laughs> like I could quite I was safe in the knowledge that Rogue, whatever happens in this show, that cat is okay. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But um, like I say, if you're watching on YouTube as well, I did put up a picture of Zachary Binks on the right-hand side as well, so you can make out the beautiful boy with his eyes as well. He but- does have a very distinctive face, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. 
Like you could tell, like if you were just, if they didn't have the, the picture in the background, you you could tell that that is Binks. Yes. So it, like the definition of like Sailor Man, because I think Goodwill said in the chat that they were different puppets. You can make, like if you put them next to each other, you would be able to work that out. Like, oh, absolutely. Because well. yeah, Salem's puppet is a mess if you actually look at it properly because of the, the jawline. It doesn't, it, his puppetry isn't great. Even his look isn't great. It's not as solid as Binx's. But just imagine how many times Salem got used in comparison to Binx. Very much, very true though. Um, but yeah, and then we like say find out after like the Sanderson sisters are back, and the Max and like say everyone else try and Danny tries to hide, and then Mary uses a, a nose to sniff out the child, and we get the. Like the hilarious bit where Sarah finds a lucky rat tail in the rafters, like it's just where she left it as well, uh, and it just boggles the mind. Like a rat tail would have survived that long, but again, movie magic. We'll, we'll let movie that go. magic. Don't ask the questions. <laughs> we'll look, uh, don't ask the questions. We'll let that one go. But yes, and then like say we get the face off between like say the the three witches and uh, and Danny, who does stand up for herself quite a bit until the witches start about. Talk about Eatner again, a horror movie. What, is, what does she say to them? It's like, where art thou, sisters? Yes, we've been waiting for you for so long. <laughs> Why is it that they talk ye all the English? <laughs> like, would they have talked ye all the English? Um, they would have had, like, say, the mannerisms. If you've watched The Witch, it would have been like a, a kind of been like a little bit cross between English and Dutch at times, I think. It depends oh, on that's that's an American accent all over, isn't it? It's yeah. the Dutch. It's like German, Dutch, and English all mushed into one, and that's the American. <laughs> Sorry, if there's any Americans listening, I apologize. I'm not taking the piss out of your accent. I'm just wondering, would you have spoke ye or the English like we would have spoke ye or the English? Possibly. With your thous and your theys and your thoughts. I think everyone was, was like emphasized, but um like say it was quite like an entertaining like kind of face off between the like say the two. And then we get the Max's hero moment as well, where they're preparing to eat Danny and stuff like that. And she, uh, he jumps up on the rafters and pretends to be this great, all and powerful person as well. With his lighter. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I'm, I'm jumping a bit there because he stands up against them and Winifred uh, fires him about with like, um, uh, with, the, with the magic, like slams him against the wall and stuff like that. He does, yeah, he does get slammed to the ground. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if that's. She, no, because she does it shows that she still has a little bit of power. Yeah. Like she's not completely out of it because she zaps him, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. And then she's distracted, and that gives him enough time to go and run and jump and mm -hmm. get his light out and. And say the, the, the burning rain of death. Rain of fire. Burning rain of fire, was it? No, death. I don't know. Now was it death? I'm not saying it wrong. <laughs> 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 he goes up and says, "It's a burning rain of death." And as soon as he like puts it, the sprinkles come on, and like the witches freak out. It's the burning rain of death, and Sarah's cleavage <laughs> is getting all moist. And uh, oh, well, it was like the, was that your favorite moment? <laughs> and I, and I forget what happens after that. Then five minutes later, it happens, and it goes. Oh, it comes back to us. But yes, <laughs> um, but I think Alison steals the book from them as well. She does. Yes, because then, like I said, that pisses Winifred off because she can't remember the spell to give them eternal life. Because this is also the confusion point as, as well. Was it one spell to make the potion to give them eternal life, or was it the spell to continue eat children's souls to, to give them eternal life? Like, how did it work? I think it's a spell for the children, isn't it? And then 
Mm-hmm. They yeah. need the souls for the eternal life. Yeah. yeah. So, but would she have to keep eating the souls, or was it just like eating a few every so often just to keep young and stuff like that? Yeah, that was the impression. Like she said, she because when they did the little girl at the beginning, they were like, "We're young, but not younger." Mm-hmm. So they obviously need more kids. Mm-hmm. So they might just have to batch the like batch this shit up. Mm-hmm. So when they, you know, when they run out, they've got more kids souls to make the agent now. Mm-hmm. Movie magic. <laughs> well, give us a I love the bit after this where they go outside though, and the, uh, they think it's like a river, the black river. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like solid ground. <laughs> no, but the, the push uh, Sarah under it and she could drink, jumps on screaming, going, ah. All this jazz, <laughs> and uh, and basically Sarah's like freaking out. In uh, it's uh, it's made of uh, uh, what's it? Uh, it's firm as stone, stone. Yeah. Fir- firm as stone, firm as stone, and that's what she just keeps on because like Sarah's got this pattern of just repeating everything that everyone else sees. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that was her little gimmick type thing. She didn't have a thought of her own. That's why. No. <laughs> and did anyone else when they were trying to figure out the spell kept going dead man's toe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like literally shouting the, the spell back to them. I was going to say dead man's jaw. Dead, ta- dead man's thumb, dead man's tongue. Yes. Dead man's jaw. <laughs> but yes, see, like, as I said, people complain about this horror. Like you mentioned dead people's toes in a fucking mm-hmm. uh, like Disney film. Again, I know they give us like Pinocchio, which is the scariest Disney film to date, but still. Um, it was pushing boundaries at the time, and then after this point, they get freaked out by the fire engine, don't they? Because the fire engine comes. It's just the. I love it. But they don't. But with them being yieldy, uh, like uh, from yieldy time, they see them as uh, witch killers or witch hunters because they're carrying yeah. axes and stuff. Yes. So, so then uh, they're getting introduced to the broomsticks as well. So they go on the brooms, um, to in search of the book. And this is where basically they come up, Max and Alison and thing realize that Binks can now talk, and mm-hmm. he's, and gives them the whole lowdown of what's been going on and like why yeah. it's happening, um, and you get some funny little in, in like 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 little sketches in the where they go up towards the police officer that the things on a bike, and oh, he gets yeah. and he gets the piss ticket on for being a virgin, um. And like stuff. Pervy like bus driver as well. Yes, the pervy. Oh my driver. god! How many lines did that bus driver have? But <laughs> just three women. Like he had like this rolodex of chat up lines, and he went through every single one of them. Yeah, like the, the absolute that, creep. Yeah, the bit that made us cringe as well as when uh, he, he he says, "Oh, what, what he's looking for." Our children who went well. It might take us a couple of goes. I was like, "Oh god!" <laughs> oh my god! Like this is things I would never have picked up. Mm-hmm. As a kid, it's one again. It's though it's that don't get it until I watch it when I'm later, and then really have to like look at it. But yeah, that bus driver was disgusting. Makes us think of the one off Mrs. Doubtfire as well. <laughs> He's pervy and all. Pervy bus drivers. I think pervy bus drivers. Yeah. Something going on about the bus drivers in America. Don't get any buses. <laughs> Not gonna now. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think as well because. Like say they go on the bus and it's an uncomfortable bit when you watch back now is when Sarah's sitting on his lap driving the bus as well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck's going on here? Um and then I think Binks tells them to go to hollow ground, isn't it? Yeah, they have to go to hollow ground because it's the one place when a fridge and the sisters cannot step on is hollowed ground. Yes. 
but before that we'll get the like say the bit you were telling us about uh in the previous podcasts when they're smelling loads of children but they're seeing all the like people kids dressed up so they can't see them they call them hod goblins and we get the like satan's house and they go into satan's house and and you've like you told us about the people who's in this. It's Gary and Penny Marshall. Mm-hmm. Gary and Marshall, uh, they are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Um, Penny Marshall, you'll thank her for Big, mm-hmm. for A League of Their Own, mm-hmm. Jumping Jack Flash. Mm-hmm. She's a very big director. She's, sadly, both of them are no longer with us anymore. But Gary and Penny Marshall were the epitome of American TV and movies. Um, Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Penny Marshall, Scary Marshall, yeah, they are but they're brother and sister playing husband and wife. <laughs> and Tom Hanks does the best Penny Marshall impression ever because she's got such a distinct voice, but unfortunately, you don't really get to hear it mm-hmm. on this. Um, I love this bit. I love it when the <laughs> Satan. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd say there's loads of great comedy elements in this bit as well. Like when uh, Mary's sitting on the sofa uh, eating uh, Cheerios. Um, while watching a baby like run after and like screaming at the TV was just like I had me in fits and giggles. Um, even watching her back now, it's just like her screaming and excitement of seeing a baby running towards her is <laughs> just hilarious. Um, and then like say the weird scene where Sarah's like, "Oh, dance with me, master," and you're dancing with her, and one minute she's like just dancing as normal, and when she turns the light on, she's got a skirt over her head. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, wow. Why? <laughs> She's just enticing uh, Satan into a trap, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the fact that he, he, he keeps up the persona, even though his wife is like sitting in the same room as him. <laughs> they keep calling me master. It's like, that's not going to fly, dude. You're not going to get away no. with that one. Um, no. And also, then I always uh, laugh at as well. Is as soon as it's like all three of them turn around and it's like look like they're going to like witch up against, uh, like see his wife, and then mm-hmm. she just says sick them to the tiniest dog. That's almost as small as it's bear. bear? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bear. I forgot about that. Or was it just it was a chihuahua? No, I think it was a little Yorkshire terrier. Whatever it was, it was hard. Hmm. It was like they had curly hair, so I don't know. It wasn't Pomeranian. No, no, it, it, it was like a, a long haired terrier, I think, possibly. Yes, yes, because terriers can grow their hair out long, mm. um, like a Shih Tzu can, you yeah. know, that like elegant, like curl on them. So I think it was one of them, you know. Whatever they are, they bite like hell. Yes, and that's when we find out as well, like the poor Sanderson sisters loses the ride as well, loses the broomsticks at this point. Because all the yeah. little girls think these are better than my was and steal the witches. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that. There's a lot of thieves in Salem, isn't there? <laughs> all the dodgy Americans there. <laughs> but yes. Uh, and then um, see, that's when you have to find out the other equipment. And again, the, the, the comedy comes into it because um, like Sarah gets like some kind of mop. I think Winifred gets like a a, a modern day broom and then, yeah, Winifred um, gets like the best broom. Sarah gets like middle class road broom, and then Mary comes out. My girl, Hoover. Yes, gets a good. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just and again being a bloke as well. When she jumps on and rides the Hoover, I didn't help but wince as well because she just goes and proper flings it between her legs as well. That must have hurt. Oh, <laughs> well, I got like fun. That. 
I got a fun fact about Sarah Jessica Parker and her broomage. Mm-hmm. So the obviously they're suspended in the air mm-hmm. on harnesses to keep them up while they're doing the broom thing. Sarah Jessica Parker found it so comfortable to sit up in her harness instead of when they were taking breaks and had to bring them down and unclip them. She would just sit there. She had copies. She had books. Ah, oh, little babies. I can't bring mine in. They wouldn't come in. Um, she had books in the uh, New York Times stashed under her dress. And she would just ask people to bring her dinner for her. And she would literally sit on the harness mm-hmm. while everyone else was having their dinner break. Because <laughs> she didn't want to get down. She was that comfy. Well, your cat didn't love you for that long. <laughs> she didn't run away. That's the main <laughs> Mine's sitting crying at the door, he ain't coming in because he'll not stop. But then we do have the great scene in the the graveyard because then you the, like say the heroes of the piece like saying, ah, you can't get us, you stupid witches, we're on here. And then they, they ask for Billy to come back alive as well, isn't it, at this point? Yeah, you get Billy Billy Butcherson. Billy Butcherson, <laughs> who was such an interesting character as well because yes. when he come into it, you thought, like, his makeup and everything, well, anything like say... Uh, Doug Jones does is uh, absolutely amazing. Like, say, when you see all his like body work, or he's like when he's on anything to do with uh, uh, Del Toro as well, it's always up there with like the standard. And mm-hmm. um, but and you look back now, like, say, I've put a picture up of Billy on the side yeah, of us. Yeah, it looks great. It, it's it's horrific, and like, say, it's very skeleton like. Even the stitching is so well done. It, it's, it's 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 just brilliant. It's very Frankenstein, mm-hmm. like colours, like the, the actual palette of it, the texture of it, the cheekbones, like obviously you would be because he's he's dead. Um, and his zipped up mouth. But I think in 300 years, I don't think he'd have any skin. <laughs> I think he'd just be born. But I love, I love the makeup. I love, it's such a shame that we don't get a lot of Billy merchandise. Ah, never. I think Loungefly have been doing a few things. Like you can get, like mm-hmm. I think there's a Billy bag out there now. Donald well, you know who'll be on the case it. for that. <laughs> <laughs> get my uh, get my Loungefly dealer on the phone, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Go looking, please. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's a good point as well because when you look at like the Hocus Pocus merchandise thing, until recently, mm. there's not been much stuff. Like fair enough, it's been the same. St- type of t-shirts that's been regurgitated throughout the years um posters wise but there's not been like say like any sets any figures any um any models or anything like that i know they did the funkos and the funkos sold like fucking hotcakes as well like like it's it's actually hard to get your hands on the funko ones anymore but there should be more like as you said um out there of like these type of characters and even like as you said, the characterizations of of like say Billy when he gets out the grave, and you can tell mm-hmm. he's a little bit uh pissed off at um uh, at Winifred, and you find out like is he's for she's a former lover of his and stuff like that, um. But then his interaction when he's chasing the kids and Max uses the the old ye old trick of firing a tree branch back, and the zombie being so stupid it, it takes his head off as well quite clean, um. Um, Poor Billy loses his head a fair few times, doesn't he? Yes. And his fingers. And oh, his the fingers. fingers. Oh, the thing was. Oh. That, that was always got us as well. Like. Um, we forgot about as well, finding out that Binks was immortal as well because he got run over by the bus. 
Did nobody else break out think he's all coming back? Because <laughs> that sure did. Yeah. I still get upset watching it now, even though I know he comes back. It's how flat he goes. Because Sarah <laughs> runs him over with a bus. But yeah, then he just comes back and he just says, yeah, I told you I couldn't die. And then like say, all of them get, yay, they brought the kitty back, the everlasting kitty. You wouldn't say that if it was Pet Sentry, guys. Trust us. Definitely not. Um, so this leads up to when Billy's like chasing after them. This leads up to probably, I'd say my favourite part of the film because it's where we got the musical number. Yes. Where they go to the town hall, mm-hmm. um, which is very much a touristy place in Salem. You can go to said town hall and you can have a look around. Um, and yeah, that scene, that, that scene where everyone's having the Halloween party and oh, I put a spell on you against Thank players. You, yeah, so I'm just going to put that on the video now. We can still talk over it, oh, I believe. I'm just opening that the actual sound. <laughs> I put a spell so, on you. Um, where this sets up and as well is because Max is trying to tell everyone and warn everyone you about stop um, like what's I going do. on and nobody's kind of believing I him. Love. Him, uh, his parents and stuff and he's on stage been uh, 300 years right down so. to the day um, now the witch is back and there's such a, a fun bit as well and like this is yeah but guess what it's a podcast guys if you want to watch it, watch it i love the fact that the band are like thinking they're setting the song up like that's what he came to do set it up I love the band to make up. Um, this this song actually, not this version, but and uh, one uh, some. Oh my God, who sang the song? Simone. Nina Simone was the music. I used her version for my wedding. I got married on Halloween, so I had to have some music. But also with the power of love by Huey Lewis. Don't ask me why. Um, I love this bit. I absolutely love it. And you get a proper look at the costumes as well. Yes. You get a proper look at like the actual costumes that the, the women are wearing because they do move around quite a bit. Apparently they can't hear us, Goodwill just said. Oh, well, he said turn the video down. <laughs> just trying to entertain you. What more do you want? <laughs> you can hear me. I can talk loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> Backing, the, um, backing singers ready. Yeah. Like, <laughs> was... Were they already on the stage? Yeah, there was two backing like things for backing vocals, even though there was no people doing backing vocals before. All right. <laughs> well, again, it's movie magic. Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about it. Yes. But uh, as, as I said, uh, thanks for letting us know, Goodwill. I will get it right one day, I promise. Uh, <laughs> get... Like I said, well, all these things were do trying to like build and make things a little bit more interesting. But- I think that was brilliant. I don't care if you couldn't hear what we were saying. I love the fact that you all got like we all watched that together. We had a moment, people. <laughs> I did love this bit though. Like as like you were saying with the panic and that, and then she just comes in and she's like, "Thank you for that marvelous introduction." And the way she just comes in, it's like it's really good. <laughs> yes, she, she knows how it is. She knows how to own a room. That's the thing. Oh, that is one thing Bette Midler can do in a heartbeat. Yes, Emma, we all knew that everyone was going to hear me. I have a very, very strong mic <laughs> <laughs> and a very loud voice to boot. <laughs> but yeah, 
yes. So that that's like the big musical number and stuff like that uh, that comes through. And then we get an aspect that I really quite liked, but I thought we should have delved more into. It was kind of like just done quick, pretty quick. It's when they get the idea of like the Hansel and Gretel get uh, like the witches in yeah. the oven. So they, they decide to go to the school and then we get the fun bit of Max on the PA being all like, say, the old school, like horror uh, DJ type thing saying, welcome to the world, like a horror night and stuff like that. That was quite entertaining. But we kind of tricked the Sanderson sisters too quickly in the oven. I would have liked to see like a bit more chase and a bit more um, yeah. delving into that aspect. But oh, then- absolutely. But I also did anyone else when he said, welcome to Boris Karloff. So it's good. Uh, Boris wouldn't have spoke like that. <laughs> Can't believe <laughs> Probably got me a horror snob head on. <laughs> but yes, um, but like I say, the different aspects like this, in my mind, when I watch it back now, I think it could have played back, played back really well and been really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And we didn't yeah. quite get that element. Uh, so I always felt a bit like we missed out on a little bit thing. But... It's always when they see them going into the fire and see the like say burned uh, at the stake, so it was quite, kind of like quite interesting to go back over that thing. And you see that green sm- smoke kind of going out and going up again. Yeah, um, that that again was always quite interesting. But then, um, I know earlier on we missed out, um, like say when Alison wanted was getting a bit nosy and wanted to read the book, um. Binks told her not to read the book. Only bad things or evil things will come from it. So they, like say Max, um, like say Danny Binks and uh, Alison go back to Max's house, thinking they've banished the bad guys. Heroes have won the day, and all they had to do was go to sleep. Um, and like, oh yeah, and then everything was all hunky dory, and they went, you know they they got rid of the witches like that, you know, mm-hmm. ghost hunters that they are, witch hunters that they are, I should say, witch master generals, mm-hmm. um. Can we just talk a second for how beautiful the colours are in this film? Mm-hmm. You just mentioned the green smoke and it really drew me. What drew my attention was the purple skies. Mm-hmm. Just how beautiful the colours are, even from like when the book opens up or um, background scenery. Mm-hmm. Even the graveyard has some beautiful like black tones in it and like grey tones. And oh, I love the colour palette of this film. I think it's just so beautiful to look at. That's why I think like it missed a trick with like the advertisements and like like the Markman with Hocus Pocus. Because again, when it first came out, I didn't really hear anything. It came out like on video and even the video box set and stuff I brought out, even the DVD was quite drab and wasn't really yeah. that inspiring. So mm-hmm. it was only like this year, well not this year, I think two years ago they brought out um like a four K version of it on and the steel book was absolutely stunning. I was like using mm. the purples and stuff, and it does look beautiful. I didn't actually buy it for, for some strange reason, but the, the kind of shocks us. You yeah. are the steel book king, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I said, I turned down uh, Lost Boys because of the price this time. I couldn't couldn't justify paying forty quid for Lost Boys. Um, <gasps> absolutely not. Spies <laughs> Donna doesn't have it like on order. <laughs> no, I don't do DVDs anymore, really. Ah. Just the pirate queen. No, just just wait until we go to fill of a horror, Donna. Lots and lots of merchandise there. And this is where Alexis goes, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, so this is where they're getting cosy. Uh, Danny goes to bed. 
Uh, Alison and Max decide to read a book instead of doing other stuff, which always, again, just mind boggles after you survived a witch. What do you do? You read. Yeah, I mean, come on. You've, you've just had your heroic moment. Like, what else do you want to do after that? Yeah. You either want to eat or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we know how to get Sam, Sammy going. <laughs> The sweet moment, though, where, like, Danny says that uh, Binks is going to stay with them forever and they go to sleep. I think it's good cute. Yes. Uh, and then he purrs. It's like he waits for her to, like, kind of drop off and then he starts purring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I know you how would think Binks would uh, be a bit more like, oh, they're probably still alive, though. Yeah, he was a bit He was a bit naive at the fact that that's what did it because that was too simple. Mm-hmm. But that's the, the only thing that threw us as well because... Like, fair enough, they vanquished and they turned to dust. Why did they come back? Like, what was the essence that brought them back and then get out the oven that was clearly locked when they couldn't do it the first time? Like, I know moving magic and shit, but it was never really explained. Um, see, I, I know they were reading the book, but that just kind of given like a home and beacon to where the book was. It didn't because they came back before they started reading the book. So that, that again, even as a kid, that always left me a little bit like, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but um, like that's when they find out about salt. A ring of salt would deflect any powers and stuff like that. So they should have just watched Supernatural. They didn't have Supernatural, Supernatural. back then. Um, exactly, they, they, they would have known. Also, um, Goodwill's just pointed out none fact. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was actually offered the role for Max and turned it down. But do you know what he did instead? Goodwill. It was what's eating Gilbert's grip. Ah. So he kind of made the better choice. Well, to be fair, he does have the best form in horror films. What was it, Critters 3 he was in? Critters 3. Oh, yes, he thought that and he was. Yeah. Oh, bad. So he probably thought, no, I'm not going back to that genre for a while. No, he did. He he did um, What's Eating Gilbert's Grip instead, um, which I think really, I think that was the film that kind of... Sent them away. So, yeah. Yeah. No, the choices were made, and he probably's made the right one. <laughs> yes, and to be fair, I'm very pleased that we got to see Max again. I was a, a fan of Eerie Indiana when it came out. My mum to this day still watches the Tupperware <laughs> episode because she absolutely loves it. That's what we need. Foreverware. That's what we need to do. A watch party of all of us watching um, <laughs> Eerie Indiana. Yes. I think it's on YouTube as well. It is. It's on YouTube because <laughs> I told her where it was. I was like, it's on there because she just every time you should go foreverware. <laughs> It's like, yes, mother, you have been living in it yourself. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Sam's mom. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Sam's mom. I miss you. Hi, mom. She won't be watching this. She'll be in bed. It's, it's way past her bedtime. <laughs> now, you, now you've got to think about your mom in bed. So that's not a good thing. But yes. She's also with my father. Oh, she's always alone in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Blech. So yes. Um. Come back to the movie. So then, like I say, the the, the Sanderson sisters attack and and blow up the wonderful house. So you get that, like I say, the explosion and the takeaway of the like the watch, like the little paper tower thing that Max had in his bedroom. Um, Don't forget the bit in the uh, back in their house though, where they all like think they're dying, and that's the end. Where she calls, tries to call to the book. Ah oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> they all think they're just gonna die. <laughs> Is that where she starts? Because doesn't they, don't they put the um the Spanish the Spanish teaching song on and she's like book la bibliothèque 
Yeah, like when he proper thinks it's the end and like Mary's walking out of the window and stuff to say goodbye, but that's when they see the light. Ah, yes. Oh, that's right, because they open it because they're like, what harm can it do now? Mm-hmm. They are dead. And then, yes, you're right, yes. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye, world. <laughs> how dramatic you be when you're not too well as well. You probably had a bit of Winifred Sandra's in you know, all of us at some point. I think I did this afternoon <laughs> when I got sent to bed ah, okay. for having a tantrum. That was probably me last night. <laughs> My husband literally sent me to bed today because I had a tantrum. <laughs> so yeah, I had a bit of one. I, I have the, all three of the drama, ta- how dramatic them witches are. That's me. I'm trying not to make jokes as best as I can this time, but we'll let, we'll let that one go. But yes, um, <laughs> so yes, so but the like, see the the witches take Danny and, um. And the book this time as well. And when did they kidnap uh, Gia Nice, though? Is it, did they do this as part Isn't of Isn't that the end? No, because they're in there in the cage uh, when Max goes oh. to rescue Danny. Didn't they say something like, oh, why is it all the ugly chicks that stay out late? And that's why they're... Oh, that's right. Because they're in the park, aren't they? Toilet paper in people's houses. Well, they got what was coming to them, let's be fair. <laughs> It was always funny as well because we're in the cage as well because uh, Sarah's like twiddling them around and she keeps them reaching up and poking them and stuff like that, um, which is just like say, <clears throat> like say entertaining to see, like say the bad guys or the bullies getting come up and, but then like say, uh, Alison and Max come up with this brilliant idea to to try and get Danny back by putting red uh, red tape or red paper over the light to pretend that it's the sunrise because he uses the line saying there's one thing that you forgot uh, that you don't know back then they go what daylight savings time so he pretends, oh that's right so he pretends the sunlight comes up early and the, the freak out but um this is the bit where as well where danny says uh doesn't matter how long how young you get you'll always be ugly and, and that upsets burn <laughs> yes as a winifred doesn't like being called ugly she gets quite upset about that and that's where they brewed all the stuff and <clears throat> Sarah's like went out and sang the song to get like to entice all the children in and um all the children are going to the Sanderson's house but they make the stupid decision that every Bond villain has made in the past is where they got get too focused on in on the one person when if they just picked a child that was around them they would have yeah. survived and being able to take the revenge anytime they wanted. But yeah. no, they were fuck nuggets. And they decided yes, they to go, were. Off, go after Danny um, and try and get revenge that way. Absolutely. And the chat did mention earlier that it is Sarah Jessica Parker singing. Right. Okay. I did see that pop up. And now they're all having a lovely discussion about my soap. Oh, okay. Something I am very not unashamed of. You can all <laughs> go and jump. And I'm going to be quite honest. I bet, I bet you have tried it. I haven't. So why not? It's great. (laughs) If you've got restless legs, it's fantastic. And I even sent you the Google that it is a genuine thing. I am going to tell my mum about it because she has restless leg syndrome and she believes in random stuff like that. So, yeah. It is an old wives, like, old wives, is it called old wives tale? Fish tale? You know what I mean? Fish tale? Um, But, yeah. Old wives tale. That's it. (laughs) Don't know where fish came into it. Um, But, yeah. is Is it a fishy soap? No, it's natural. It's got a nice smell. Um, but yeah, it does get rid of restless legs. But your foot's got to be touching it, though. 
But what happens if it's not, if you if your foot moves during the night because you can't sellotape the soap to you? Oh, we're getting into this madness again. We can't do this anymore. Well, it's them. <laughs> They're bringing it up. Right. So I'm talking about my soap. I'm talking about witches here. Well, you are a witch. <laughs> I'm not denying that. I am not denying that. Where are we? Alexis has come up with a good idea. Put, have you ever tried putting soap in your sock? <laughs> and then it'll stun you. I don't like wearing socks for bed. No. But how? <laughs> but then no. But what about what about a sore pocket? You need to invent a sore pocket for your foot. Oh, where they can sit on the yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I would never put it in my sock. It has to be under your sheets. <laughs> So it says, I took notice of what Google said. Right. And Google's right. <laughs> All the time. On that note. <laughs> Where are we? Yes. So the Sanderson sisters have been tricked again because they're not very bright. And <laughs> um, Max and Danny have pushed over the cauldron, leaving just enough portion for one child. And they've made the stupid decision. But on this point as well. The good little uh, callback, Max gets his shoe back from Ice when Ice is asking for help. He just takes his shoes and says, thanks thanks for your shoes, and runs out the door. And Danny, being the little bitch she is, is gets in, I want to watch these witches burn. And they're going, nope, not going to burn. They're, like I say, this is a trick. So then this... We did get them dying dramatically again as yes. well. <laughs> Can you give us an impression the of that, Donna? I want to see <laughs> your impression of them dying, Donna. Go on. I don't know. There's something I'll... Like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get Sarah going something like does she say I am alive I am alive I don't know yeah. <laughs> something like that <laughs> best death ever give everyone a clap clap for Donna well done well done well done there's like no sound to it though that was yeah. expecting more sound for more screams and curdles and yeah no. yeah and Danny trying to watch them and then like Alison's just like Get in the car. Get in the that, car. Does anyone else get really annoyed at how, how many times she does that and she still continues doing it while they are getting in the car? And why don't you say it? Get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. Use your I realised something when I was watching it back because when, like, if I'm on a night out with my mates and they're taking ages on the talk and I'm like, to the next pub. And I didn't know where I got that from. And when I watched that back, I realised that's why I don't. But did you stop when they, were, when they were moving to go on the next pub or did you continue on while they were actually doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. see, she didn't. And that's so annoying. It really is annoying. Like, she could have used her words mm-hmm. and said, listen, get in the effing car. But then um, you should give it away. Yeah. And then they'd know there's a car and they wouldn't like be fake dying on the floor. Do they know what a car is? Well, th- that brings us on to a random point, what Alexis pointed out last night, because when when uh, they're driving away and they go next to the car and they're like, show us your driving permit, Alexis was like, how do they know what a driving permit is? Because it's been 300 years and cars don't <gasps> see. Logic, logic there. Massive incontinence. <laughs> they pointed out last night and I'm like, oh, I can't unsay that part now. Again. <laughs> Movie magic. Just to, just to say as well, Alexis, Alexis is is Method Man in the chat. Is that your boyfriend? Because he just says he eats soap every day. He's you might want to, you might yeah, you might want to think about your relationship. Be, uh, there. Judging me over my soap um, in me in me bed when he's eating it. I think he's purposely saying weird stuff in the chat. Yeah. Oh, Lee, you always try to look at the logical side of things. Lee was like, maybe the bus driver mentioned permanency. He probably didn't. He was thinking too much of his tra- butts in his trousers. We've probably given her a permit. Uh. <laughs> but yes, Alexis. We have children on here. I know. I, I, I Carl's one of them. 
I think you have. I think you have to look at your choices you've made when he's your fellas saying he eats soap. Yeah. <laughs> choices. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, are these witches dead yet? They're not other. <laughs> no, no. So this is the the final scene where, um, Billy catches catches them. Uh, Max and oh, skips. Billy and them are friends now, aren't they? Yeah, well, not friends. not not quite yet because Billy's like catches them. Max is wielding a knife, a little pen knife, and he catches them, takes off, and he cuts his mouth, and he goes hag, trollop, wench, <laughs> um, and he starts giving Winifred what for, and you find out ah, oh, Billy's not a bad guy, but why the fuck was he chasing them? Maybe he just was like, please help me get this open to get the yeah. knife. Yeah, to get the na- yeah, you just wanted. You literally just wanted his mouth open, so he'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> listen, she's a bitch." <laughs> yes. And the bad breath. <laughs> so then they put Danny in the grave and start putting salt around them. Um, and Danny, being Danny, stupid little bitch, she is. She gets out of the hole and gets herself captured. So then Max has to save her again and drink the potion. And Winifred starts sucking the life out of Max. And he's a bit too big for that broomstick, so he wobbles them both yeah. off. Yes, and I also thought at this point, how selfish is Winifred? Because she can't just pass Max on now to mm-hmm. her sisters. She is literally going to take that whole life for herself. Yes. Selfish bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Mary. Yes. This is why no one likes her. Yeah, because Mary gets pulled by a cord, isn't she? Like, so, so <laughs> yeah, she's going to keep yeah. pulling that cord. The, the, the downfall of the, of her, she's still flying on the Hoover and they pull on the plug. Yeah, it's so uh, funny. And then fire them two off. And then uh, Winifred lands on the consecrated ground and starts turning to stone as she's sucking uh, Max. Not in that way, but sucking the life out of him. Um, and <laughs> that's then, a different kind of movie. <laughs> that's a different Hocus Pocus chicken download. That's a, yeah. <laughs> Triple A. It's that, that look um, of panic where she's like looking up and then she's back and back, like doesn't know what to do. Yes. <laughs> and Anne's, Anne's got really confused because the two when the when the sun comes up and the two sisters go, mm-hmm. um, why Winifred was turning to stone instead of poofing. And then he realized that Winifred was touching hollowed ground and that's what was, and then she mm-hmm. blew up to this massive, like brilliantly purpley glitter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I want to go out. Purple glitter. So did this because the statue stayed, did it, or the statue blew up? No, the statue blew up. Ah, so right. she turned to she turned to the statue because she touched hollowed ground, mm-hmm. but she blew up because the sun came out. Mm-hmm. So yes. no, that was she got a double. Ah, because that was always going to be my next thing. Is basically is it going to lead into uh, Hocus Pocus too? Is she going to like, be reanimated from thing? But no, if they've blown up, they'll they blow they blew her up, and she was like big purple glittery like yes. mush. But yes, but also as well, we get the the death of poor Zachary. Zachary, <laughs> who, who, who gets knocked off the broomstick and hits the gravestone, and he doesn't wake back up this time. And then you hear he doesn't, but he turns into Casper. Yeah, he turns into Casper, and you hear Zachary, Zachary Biggs. And I always wanted to punch that little girl in the face. Well, Emily comes back. Ooh, you've got violence for random kids now. <laughs> I ain't no mother. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that motherly instinct in us. No, it's just the um it's the it's the it's the way she says his name. Yeah. But now it makes a lot of sense because I always thought it was Zachary and it's not. She is actually saying it the right way. <laughs> so yes, so then we get the whole ending, we get the musical number back on and um uh, basically uh 
all is well in Salem, like the heroes yes. win, and uh, like we'll get Billy putting himself back in in the grave, and take a few moments to say goodbye to Mister Binks, the cat. It's how he like just goes. Oh, that's like how I want to go to sleep, like ever, like mm. any time, just fall asleep like that. He just falls straight. But I love the fact that you keep putting Billy's picture up there. He's just such an underrated character. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a... I literally have just Googled while we were talking Billy Butcherson's merch. And the only thing that came up was that lounge fly bag mm-hmm. and a couple of shitty T-shirts. Like, this, he deserves a lot more than that. But I think, like I say, there's a few marketing explosions we can go into. We need, like, Hocus Pocus bath bombs with, like, each of the colours with glittery explosions. That that could work, see? Like I say, these are the marketing that we need to get put out there to make some some of that big mega well, books. that's my next business venture is <laughs> is bath bombs and soaps. And Emma is an expert in it, so Emma, let's, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, Emma, create your foot soap, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so what was your, would you say your favourite part in the movie that stands out or you still like love to this day? I'll, I'll go I'll back let mother to mother and this. daughter go first. Yes. Do you want to go first? Yeah, the part where she doesn't get a, what's it called? Broomstick and she gets a... Hoover. Hoover, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that bit as well. And I think it's always going to be the bit with the master for me. The master. For that. <laughs> <laughs> Donna's daughter's on, can't make jokes, have to walk away from that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be careful. Um, mine's gonna have to be the musical number. That was my favorite. I love I would I ask my sister, I've all played that song many times, thinking I'm Bette Midler. I still laugh like when, when uh, Sarah goes, I'm a muck, I'm muck, I'm muck, I'm muck, and keeps on saying it to the point where Winifred punches her in the gut. Um I don't know why yes. I just always laugh at that part. There is some really good, memorable, um, like quotations from this. Obviously, book is one of them. Um, I love the goodbye world. <laughs> How dramatic it is! Uh, we all, we've all been there. We've all had too much to eat or too much to drink, and we feel like shit. And think, oh, this is it. It's going to be it. the end of me now. The end, the end is nigh. <laughs> There's a catchphrase as well, tubular. 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 Hollywood. I just like they didn't know where Los Angeles was till they said LA. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, thick as bit shit. But he folks. looked more Californian than what he did. Yes, that was always the funny part. But um, also as well, I know we've kind of like took it apart at bits as well. Like say some bits... It, uh, as we said, it's not the perfect movie. It is entertaining. Um, oh, it's a fun movie, though. Yeah. It's just fun. There's nothing you you can't hit on this film. Well, because you say that, but when you look at uh, the reviews, it's gotten rotten tomatoes. It's only got thirty nine percent. Well, I did ask the question to Anth: Is this a cult cast? Is this a cult movie now? Because did it? I don't believe it did very well when it came out. So, is this is this a, cl- a cult movie now? Could be. I always classes. said it was. Yeah. It's one of them where it's found its home on, on videotape and DVD rather than, like, say, it being an instant hit straight off the belt. And that's probably why we're getting a sequel 30 years after this actually came out, which is scary Cause to we, think. Because the fan base is there. We're here. Always have been here. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's... I just I love the fact it's next week, like, and it is just a fun movie. And again, I reckon this one will be exactly the same. Um, the second one has Hannah Waddington from um, if anyone watched the amazing Ted Lasso, 
she's in it. She was also the nun in Game of Thrones. You know, shame. <laughs> That's her. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. But I, we won't. I won't be watching it on Friday because I'm here. Oh yes, we're doing monsters. Aren't we? <laughs> I'm here on Friday. Oh yeah, um, we're going to drag Donna in for that for the punishment for Gazmo. Uh, yes, Donna, what, is joining. I'm out on Friday. <laughs> no, you've got to you've got to watch Rod Zombies, uh, the monsters, and talk the about monsters. How, how yeah. brilliant it was. <laughs> it's going to be the if shortest podcast everywhere. We're literally going to go. Yeah, sorry. It's a movie. We, we don't talk. We don't talk negatively on this podcast. <laughs> It's a movie, yeah. It's we'll yeah. watched it. It's got some. It's got some colours. <laughs> yes. I bet you it has a mint soundtrack. <laughs> but yes. Um, what would you give this movie out of five? Then uh, the old range. So I'll go with uh, Donna first. What do you think? You go first. Four. Four. That's good. I think I'd probably say four as well. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go four point five. I'd say three point eight. 3.8, why? Yeah, be different. <laughs> no, no, because when you watch it back now, like I say, it's got the nostalgia feeling. You do go back and, and enjoy. But it does leave too many like unanswered questions and there's a lot of things that don't quite make sense. I know you can say movie magic to as much, but it's shitly made <laughs> film as shitly is a shitly made film. <laughs> movie magic. Yeah. When it's gonna the, be it's gonna be my new theme thing now. Movie magic. You haven't got an answer for it. Movie, movie magic. magic. God, another thing, actually, another thing nobody questioned is when they're all leaving the party and they're all proper knackered and they've just lost like six or seven hours and no one questions it. <laughs> yeah, but I think they're all under a spell. You know, she put a spell on them. Yeah, but no one does. No one. No, no. Hours <laughs> hours. <laughs> to be fair, though, I, the, 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 when they came out of that room, it was like they came out of a bathhouse or an orgy. That that was. Yeah. <laughs> they probably all were like, "The less we talk about this, the best." <laughs> yeah, like, when we come out here, we don't talk about this ever again. It might have got a bit R like X rated when them doors closed and the cameras weren't there anymore. <laughs> oh my god, this is a kids' film. <laughs> the sweaty bastards. Need to stop. <laughs> but yes, um, overall, like I say, it is an enjoyable film. It's not, as I said, the more you watch it back now, it's the easier it does get to pick apart on like the bits that kind of doesn't make sense. But again, you can do that with any movie and stuff like that. It's it's more about reminiscing, yeah. talking about it and making you smile. And this film certainly does make you smile in abundance. And I do find oh, it yeah. amazing as well, because is it true that it's that the fountain in this movie is the fountain from Friends as well? Yeah, I saw that. I think it's true. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Sorry, if, talk amongst yourself. There's a fountain when they're like running around and it looks like, like the fountain from like the opening to Friends when they're jumping around in the... Like, say, with Same the, as Friends. And um, although the scene is quite dark and you could be forgiven to think it could be a similar feature. However, the House Beautiful confirmed last year that the same fountain was used in both the movie and the series. So Hocus Pocus and Friend film scenes in front of the same fountain and row of houses. See, pop factor. <laughs> and I fact checked with yes. me Google. So I'm not just talking bullshit. See, I do make I did not know up. that. I didn't even put two and two together, to be fair. Yeah, I'm sure I've saw glimpses of it, but... Yes, so that is our take on the movie Hocus Pocus. Thank you so much for Alexis for putting up for us, talking talking with us shade for so long. And thank you for the amazing return of the Donna. Just we have the Donna. 
the original queen of the nerds has come back to put a, to put a crown rightfully on the head and to put goodwill back in his place, put goodwill back in his yeah. box. <laughs> yeah, it's it's time you, you took your throne back, Donna. <laughs> you have been gone for too long. Never left the throne. <laughs> you so, just yeah. let goodwill take, take charge for a bit. <laughs> So next, so next week we are joined by the wonderful Kelly, and we are I've, we've got a lot of movies to watch this week because we're going to be talking about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. So there's um, be fucking lucky. <laughs> so all in all, there's eight movies to watch because there's the six Freddies, the new Nightmare, and then Freddy versus uh, Jason. Oh well, that's okay. Freddy versus Jason, I can tell you that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Um, yeah, I need to schedule me week now. <laughs> So research so yes and then on the friday um that's sorry the next one's on the sun that's the next one on the sunday that's, on, that's the sunday. regular sunday show uh, um, friday we are going to talk about we're gonna do it we're gonna talk about rob zombies and monsters so we're gonna, we we have to we have um, to we're shitting it too much to not give it a chance so, yeah we've um, got to we've got to be completely and utterly honest um no negativity we're not here about that we're just well, yeah, Honest shat, review. I completely shut on uh, a Gosmo, which Grant and Donna still haven't forgiven us for. <laughs> um, I mean, that's understandable. So, yes. you know. So, we've got then serial killers with Grant and Michaela. Michaela making a wonderful return where we're not talking. My lovely sister's coming back. It's not going to be the usual talk about which no. serial killer and stuff like that. We're going to be going depth and the whole um, we- culture that is now. Yeah. That has come forth and seen yeah. what's brought that about. Similar to the True Crimes podcast we did, it'll be along the lines of that. And then... Yeah, it's very much an open conversation of serial killer in the medium right now. It's not glorifying or um given our our favorite our favorite moments um, of true crime. No, we're gonna be talking we're gonna have a proper conversation. We're gonna be grown ups for once. We're gonna be adults <laughs> about this. <laughs> <laughs> be very difficult but yes so we should have a little bit of fun with that um yeah in, in a still way. gonna be interesting yes so thank you so much ladies and i hope you thank have you. enjoyed it um it's been a blast it's uh, been lovely having your faces back and um, please remember to go to facebook instagram youtube charlotte's boot club charlotte's feet charlotte's feet <laughs> do that anytime um twitch <laughs> twitch go and check jake and goodwill out on twitch um that's it really isn't it yeah. we really need to get something in order like professionally laid out of like come and find us on here here and here not just randomly shouting twitch charlotte's boot club and Lee's just point out one we're nine episodes away from our 100 episodes as well so we're gonna have to do something different and uh out there for that as well um but yes i'm sure jake will be popping up on his twitch um sometime this week um yeah we are trying to get some new faces involved in the podcast as well so we're trying to get the community involved yeah so a lot of good things hopefully on the horizon and we still have the idea of um doing this live in front of us uh, like an audience um, so I can throw stuff at you in person. <laughs> Just maybe not let get alcohol be involved because that could be turned out to be very different. But yes, um, same bad time, same bad channel, guys. And just remember, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Stay, Stay ready, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.